Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Jimmy Buffett, the late, great Jimmy Buffett. It's time to close the shutters. It's time to go inside. Uh, Hurricane Lee is bearing down on New England. I think it just passed over uh, Bermuda. It has 85 mile per hour winds. It's a category one, but it's coming for uh, Nantucket, Cape Cod, Martha's Vineyard at 9 p.m. tonight. And then Boston after midnight and then up through New Hampshire and Maine. It's going to be nasty. Water will rise one to three feet. Uh, And you know what that means? It's by tomorrow morning at this time. By the time you get up tomorrow morning, you will be told it's your fault. Some, some lion hack politician, maybe Hillary Clinton, who told you the way to uh, a few weeks ago said, if you don't like the heat, vote against the Republicans. That was the solution to the heat wave this summer according to uh, the standard bearer of the Democrat Party, Hillary Clinton, maybe the next uh, uh, nominee for the Democrat Party, once they get rid of Sleepy Joe, Crooked Joe, they'll bring back Hillary Clinton. Wouldn't that be something? But uh, I'm not going to be able to take it. I'm going to be dealing with the rain and the wind and trees falling down and people be have no power. And some Democrats, some media member will tell you it's extreme weather caused by climate change because we just can't wean ourselves off fossil fuels. Maybe that hack at uh, CNN, that guy Bill Ware, that lion fraud who just he's their climate correspondent. That's his job. His full time job is to talk about the climate change hoax and how uh, we if we start drilling in the Arctic suddenly the weather will become extreme and we'll all, we're all going to die. So we have to start driving electric cars and using paper straws. Uh, that, that'll be this time tomorrow morning. I'll be, uh, I'll be tweeting about it. I know that because I can't handle that. You, you, you pick, you, you, you exploit the situation when people are in, in emergency uh, mode, you know, they're people are losing their lives in Maui or losing their homes in Florida and our, uh, I was going to say our president shows up. We didn't show up in Maui for a week or two. So two weeks, he showed up in Maui and started talking about his cat and his Corvette. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Florida after Hurricane Adelia destroyed people's homes, destroyed their lives, and started saying, uh, you can't deny climate change now. Uh, uh, only intelli- intelligent people know this is climate change and you got to pass our climate change agenda. Oh God, I hate those people. But uh, 
it's going to be wild. It's going to be late, late night when the, uh, you know, the winds start whipping and hopefully we don't lose power. Hopefully it, uh, it drifts, it blows out to sea and we don't get crushed, but we will see. All right. This is a uh, big Friday show. Our big, uh, our big rumble show, our questions and comments show, get them in now. Anything we talked about this week or anything we've talked about at all, whatever you got, whatever you got, send them in. How do they send them in, Ironhead? Tell them again. Uh, comments right underneath the video. Um, I'll star the questions and you'll be able to see them on the right at the end. Excellent. Excellent. They can mock me for my NFL picks because I am uh, I'm in Ironhead territory. I'm in the cellar. <laughs> Last night, man, was that, I, that, that's why I don't gamble. Mm-hmm. I should, because it certainly adds some excitement, but I had the Eagles. You guys had the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Vikings score late touchdown, cut it to six. Didn't have any chance of winning the game, but they beat the spread of six and a half. That's the second time the uh, Eagles have uh, survived. Uh, they're 2-0. and The Vikings are 0-2, and Kirk Cousins has, like, uh, off-the-charts numbers. He threw for four touchdowns and no picks last night. Justin Jefferson had, what, uh, 170 yards in receptions. He's spectacular. No but touchdowns, down, though, because he fumbled through the end zone, screwing me. Right, right. And uh, A.J. Brown was whining and bitching on the sidelines, even though his team was winning because he wasn't getting the ball enough. But uh, the uh, Eagles are 2-0, and and neither, was partic- neither game was particularly impressive. They have yet to. Um, route anybody, but, uh, and the Vikings, maybe they'll go 0 and, 0 and 17 and Kirk, Kirk Cousins will win the MVP because he can put up the numbers with those wideouts. Uh, but their defense stinks. Uh, we can get back to that because it was, it was, you know what? I can't stand this Amazon Prime thing. I, I oh. can't, I can't just sit there and flip the channels when it's on Amazon Prime. It takes me like 10 minutes to find the game and then I'm too afraid to, to mess with it so I don't click to something else i have to have two tvs going if i want to watch if i don't want to watch commercials if i want to watch other things it's annoying i don't like amazon prime al michaels has uh, lost it too he's not very good anymore just, really i didn't 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 pick up on that uh, i didn't think it was like, I, I like al michaels i think just his voice is one of those guys yeah. his, his voice makes the game seem more important than it actually is but uh he i know he's kind of wasted on uh on amazon prime what do you think he's uh He's gone kind of down these, he's like Biden territory yeah. now. Yeah. He kept going really? like, he, I, it was like, it was like a five minute stretch where he's just getting everything wrong. And he's like, all right, that's going to wind down can... the clock. Oh, they called timeout. I guess I didn't notice. <laughs> like it was just a bunch of weird stuff. Usually you can tell who he bet on. You know, you can tell because yeah. like, he's a big gambler. I couldn't tell last night if he, if he gave the points or not, was he excited when they cut it to six? I didn't notice. <laughs> I had fallen asleep at that point. I yeah, that. well, you know, the, you guys win. I, I lose. You and uh, Montante both uh, picked the Vikes to cover, and they did. Uh, good NFL weekend this week. I'm, I'm looking forward to Patriots-Dolphins on Sunday night. That's a good one. And the Jets-Cowboys without uh, without Aaron Rodgers, with with uh, Zach Wilson, and and see how they respond, and then you know they'll lose, and then Monday everyone will start talking about Kaepernick and Brady, and let's bring back Ben Roethlisberger because they got a great team, they just don't have a great quarterback. But uh, we can get back to that. We got to start, of course, with the Hunter Biden indictment and this charade. This is just, I mean, people are just playing roles at this point. Nobody's being honest. Nobody's telling you truth. 
This isn't real. The Hunter Biden was indicted on three gun charges by David Weiss, who is a stooge for the Biden family, the Biden administration, the same guy who let uh, the statute of limitations pass on tax crimes, serious tax crimes. And, um, and the same guy who put together the sweetheart deal that was rejected by the judge in July, which was a joke when he was going to serve no jail time, he was going to plead to two misdemeanors and then the gun diversion. And he was going to do no time. Everybody knows some average Joe, some, just some, some young black guy in Delaware facing the same charges would have done time. He would have done five years and been out already, (laughs) but this was, this was five years. uh, uh, This investigation has been going on for five years. He's been intentionally slow walking it. We know the whole system, the whole alleged investigation is corrupt to the core. And this yesterday is no different. This is a joke. As we know, Hunter Biden has committed hundreds of crimes as the, uh, as the account Marco Polo, which has broken down the laptop extensively, pointed out that there's over 400 felonies on the laptop alone. Uh, James Comer, uh, head of the uh, oversight committee, said yesterday, said again, that Hunter Biden's committed at least 12 felonies. And this one, the gun one, which is three, essentially, is a distant 12th. There are 11 other crimes that he could name that are much more serious, but they all have one thing in common. All the charges that have yet to be brought against Hunter, all the crimes he's committed, which he has yet to be charged with, have one thing in common. They all uh, are tied to Joe Biden. This is the one crime Hunter Biden has committed, which does not uh, link to Joe Biden at all. There's no connection to Joe Biden at all. Isn't that convenient when we're talking about dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of felonies, and the one charge they bring has no connection to Joe Biden, which gave the media a chance to rejoice And I was watching this this morning. This is remarkable. What they're saying now, I actually watched this. I should have told you to flag this and find this. It's not not that important, but Mike Barnacle interviewing Andrew Weissman on MSNBC. And he says, I texted a federal judge yesterday. He pretends to look at his phone and look at the text. And I said, what would, what would happen in this case if it weren't Hunter Biden, if it weren't a Biden? And he looks and pretends, he says, uh, there would be nothing. There would be no charge at all. So they're actually going, running with the narrative that they're only charging Hunter because he's Joe Biden's son. That if it were just some average Joe, Joe Bag of Donuts would not be charged with these crimes. That, even by the standards of MSNBC and the mainstream media, that is a friggin' joke. Everybody knows any anybody not named Biden would have been charged five years ago, would have reached some plea deal, would have done a year, two years in prison, five years in prison, maybe if if there were some uh, extenuating circumstances. Everybody knows that the most protected man in America is Hunter Biden. And as I've explained before many, many times, there is a reason they are protecting Hunter Biden. It's very simple. Hunter Biden is a scumbag. We know it. He can't be trusted. He's a drug addict. He claims he's sober now. He is not. We all know that. 
He knows everything about Joe Biden's schemes and scams. He knows everything about the, obviously he was the front man, the bag man for the um, uh, influence peddling, the money laundering, the bribe taking. He knows everything. If he were ever to make a deal, which included talking, telling the story, coming clean, it would not just involve Joe Biden, but it would point the finger at Joe Biden, who's the head of the scheme. The idea, another another laughable narrative to the media, of course, is that he's just a loving father, is they're charging with a crime because he loves his son who was struggling with addiction. Well, he's not a loving father, as we've said many times. He's a terrible father who used his son, who sent him around the world to collect millions from our adversaries to China and Ukraine and Romania and Dubai. That's not what you do when your son is a struggling addict. That's not how you help your son. That's not how you love your son. He doesn't care about his son. He cares about money and power. And Bo was no longer around to help him. Hunter was. So he used his dirtbag son and put them in these vulnerable situations. There's a fascinating piece I just tweeted out from the uh, Free Beacon, the Washington Free Beacon, where they go through the, the couple of weeks leading up to the gun, the gun, char- uh, the gun purchase, and then disposal of the gun. He was a complete mess. He admitted in his book that he was doing crack, smoking crack every 15 minutes for weeks on end. He had 65000 in credit card debt, and yet he was holding up in these nice hotels, meeting his dealer at 7-Eleven, buying crack, smoking crack, nonstop, making his little homemade porn movies. Uh, and there was a gun store next to, like, the 7-Eleven in, you know, some strip mall. It was an impulse buy. He went and bought the gun just on an impulse because, you know, he was cracked, coked out of his mind, feeling paranoid. And then his girlfriend slash sister-in-law, uh, found the gun, loaded gun in his car and threw it in the trash near the school. A homeless guy who was going through the trash looking for bottles and cans found the gun. They tracked it back to Hunter Biden. Um, one interesting element that gets no coverage here is the Secret Service. As if we didn't think the security state was in the tank for Biden enough, the Secret Service then went to the gun store and tried to get them to turn over the form. Hunter filled out and the owner of the gun store refused to give it to them. They tried to cover this up. They failed. And he is, is facing charges. It will either be dragged out past the election or and when Joe Biden can then pardon his son, or they will just uh, make some deal where he can avoid jail, but they will keep it going just understand this. They will keep this case going until the election. They will drag it out because then they can refuse to turn over any, they can refuse to testify. They can refuse to hand over any documentation and say it's an ongoing investigation. Um, let's, uh, let's listen to, to James Comer. Hey, he knows everybody knows this thing is a joke unless you're playing a part, you're playing a role as a Biden surrogate, which is what most people on MSNBC and CNN are doing, ABC, New York Times, they're playing this role. We are Biden surrogates. What do we do? How do we parrot the the talking points which have been given to us from the White House? That's how it works. Sometimes they, they need talking points. Other times they just go with their instinct, which is to protect Joe Biden. Anyway, uh, they, will, they will say this proves 
that Hunter Biden's not above the law. This proves the DOJ is not in the tank. Look, he's being charged with three gun crimes. Well, there's nothing on there that they can, they can continue with their narrative to say that Joe Biden's done nothing wrong. Joe Biden, there's not a shred of evidence that Joe Biden knew what his son was up to. Uh, it is, again, just, a, this is laughable on its face. Let's listen to Comer explain yesterday. Go ahead. We believe the president's son's committed nearly a dozen crimes. If I rank those crimes one through 12, the gun charge would be a distant 12th place. Uh, And ironically, it's the one charge you can't tie back to Joe Biden. I believe the other 11 crimes that Hunter Biden has committed, you can tie back to Joe Biden. So uh, call me skeptical. I'm not uh, excited, nor do I think that justice has been served. He's. I mean, they're stating the obvious here, and then you'll listen to the media and we'll listen to Mike Barnacle and Andrew Weissman and Joe Scarborough say, he wouldn't have been charged. Why not? Why not? And they'll refer to other people who were on drugs when they had a gun and say, he wasn't charged or he didn't go to prison. Well, there's a reason. It's hard to prove unless you're dealing with someone so stupid like Hunter that he wrote it in his own autobiography that he was out of his mind on Coke and crack when he purchased the gun. So they don't have a lot of detective work to do here. He did it for them. If he weren't so stupid and so drugged out of his mind, they might have a tough case, tough case to prove, but this is a slam dunk, which is the problem, which is why Hunter can't go to trial, which is why they have to make a deal or he has to get pardoned by his father who will have to pardon him and himself at some point, because there are many more serious charges to come. But there was a good quick analysis of this from Mike Davis. He's a lawyer, a former clerk for uh, Neil Gorsuch. He's on cable news a lot and he's really good. And he tweeted out after the news broke, don't be fooled. Today's indictment of Hunter Biden for gun felonies is just more cover up by David Weiss, who's protected the Bidens for years Weiss, handpicked by both Democrat home state senators in Delaware, let the statute of limitations expire on serious tax charges, buried evidence deemed credible by the Pittsburgh U.S. attorney of Biden's alleged foreign bribery schemes and attempted to give Biden, Hunter Biden, a sweetheart deal with broad immunity that protected Joe Biden. Okay, that same guy, we're supposed to think, that guy who did all that, we're supposed to think is serious about uh, this, these gun charges and uh, convicting Hunter Biden, not a chance. But uh, this is interesting. A lot of people saying Hunter, uh, Joe's going to um, pardon Hunter. He writes, President Biden knows he cannot pardon Hunter right now. That would lead to politically and legally disastrous consequences before the election. If pardoned, Hunter can no longer plead the fifth and refuse to testify. Hunter's Fifth Amendment protections also disappear if Weiss gives Hunter a plea agreement with a prosecution waiver or some other immunity deal that shields him from criminal charges. So if they uh, make a deal and he doesn't face any jail time, he can't plead the fifth. If he gets uh, pardoned, he can't plead the fifth. He has to go before Congress and testify truthfully. If he goes before Congress and lies, then he's committing perjury or he's committing a felony. That's interesting. It's a lot of people say, oh, Joe's just going to pardon him. He can't. It's bad politically for Joe 
and, and legally for Joe. Weiss's charges today continue his deceptive pattern for years of protecting Hunter Biden. More troubling, Weiss is protecting Joe Biden. Where are Hunter's charges related to foreign corruption, unregistered foreign agent, tax evasion, wire fraud, and other criminal charges that implicate Joe Biden? President Biden and, listen to this, President Biden and Weiss will rescue Hunter after the 2024 election. He'll give Hunter another sweetheart deal. President Biden can then pardon Joe, uh, Hunter Biden and maybe even pardon himself after November 5th, 2024. Uh, and it goes on and on about how the, the real credible charges, the real big serious charges all involve Joe Biden, which is why they will not bring them because this guy, David Weiss is in the tank because the department of justice is owned by Joe Biden and his corrupt family and his corrupt administration. So don't be fooled. This is a joke. Hunter Biden's laughing. Joe Biden is laughing at this. It's all make pretend. It gives his surrogates in the media an opening to, to protect them. It gives them a chance to say no one's above the law. See, see, Donald Trump's facing 91 felonies. Most of them made up out of whole cloth. Hunter Biden's facing three gun charges. Um, it, uh, it will amount to nothing. And you'll see them demand Donald Trump get a speedy trial, but Hunter Biden, no such thing is going to happen. It will drag on for years. But uh, Joe Biden was asked yesterday, yeah, people were yelling questions and he was ignoring them, but that didn't stop Joe Biden from, you know, being Joe Biden yesterday. <laughs> it's all, I, I, here's what I do now. I see he's making an appearance. He's making, he's holding a, making a speech. And I just wait for all the, uh, the gaffes, the lies, the the embarrassing, the humiliating moments. It is truly, I mean, nothing will ever top that Hanoi speech on Sunday. That's an all-timer. That's when he was, I don't know, tired, jet lag, and just told lie after lie and stumbled and bumbling and almost fell asleep standing at the podium. Yesterday, he goes on to tout whatever, Bidenomics. I love, and every time he talks about Bidenomics, he does the thing where he says, they said, they, they called it Bidenomics, and that, that was not a compliment but it's working and he whispers and he lies and everybody knows the economy sucks, but he doesn't care. He doesn't, he's, there's just no, he has no problem lying to the, you know, to the cameras, to the world. Let's, let's play the cut where he talks about, you know, his long and uh, his illustrious career as a uh, professor at the university of Pennsylvania. <laughs> this is incredible. He I mean, where did he have time to be a professor? He was busy driving 18 wheelers and leaving, leading civil rights marches and swimming out to see Nelson Mandela. How did he have the time to be a professor? I wonder if uh, any of the fact checkers will, will jump on this one and try to find any of the students he taught for four years. He says, let's listen. Then we'll tell you, and then, then we'll give you the truth. Go ahead. I taught at the university of Pennsylvania for four years. I used to teach political theory. He, he just said, I taught at the University of Pennsylvania for four years. He even says the subject, political theory. Mm. He did not teach for one day, not one class. And he says, it doesn't, nothing slows him down. Incredible. Just, it's just so pathological. Um, but that was just one of the, the lies he told yesterday. 
here's the, here's what's happening though. There's something going on. Obviously the media wants to protect him uh, from criminal charges because they don't want you to know he's been corrupt his entire career. He's been a corrupt politician for 40, 50 years. And certainly when he was vice president, he was selling out this country on a daily basis to anyone who was willing to pay his family. I mean, I still have yet to hear anybody in the media explain why his grandchildren got money from China. (laughs) I know they like to say there's not a shred of evidence. That's evidence when his family's getting money and his son says he has to give half his money to pops. That's evidence as that, as the comedy comedy guy, comedy store owner said to Philip bump, isn't that evidence? Of course it is, but they will just continue to lie and say, there's no evidence. Uh, there is a growing movement in the media because they know that this man has got dementia and they know he's not capable of running for reelection and they know it's getting more embarrassing by the day. And they know, by the way, Kamala Harris is worse. We saw it in the Washington Post with this absolute Biden shill, David Ignatius, the other day, said Joe shouldn't run for re-election. There's, a, there's whispers on CNN, MSNBC. There's this movement to get him to step aside. Uh, they don't want him to go to jail because then they'll get exposed because they've been supporting him. They supported him against Trump. They lied about, about uh, his dealings with Ukraine and China and everything else. They don't want that to be exposed, but they want him to, you know, quietly step aside. Good luck with that. He is too stubborn. Do you have that cut where he started yelling about prescription drugs yesterday? He got all, he snapped again. He's just an angry old man. Anyway, they want him to step aside, you know, quietly uh, with some dignity. That's what they would like. And let Gavin Newsom or Michelle Obama or Hillary Clinton step in the breach because they know he couldn't, he can't do it. He can't run. He can't debate. He can't campaign. They know it. So you know what they're doing now? They're starting to say, you know, Joe's slipping a little bit. Joe's making up stories. Let's watch this segment from CNN, which is amazing. CNN has this fact checker, alleged fact checker, Daniel Dale, whose full-time job has essentially been protecting Biden and protecting Democrats. That's what he does. He fact checks Trump. They've, they've seen, they've shown the numbers. He fact checked Trump like a hundred times more than he fact checks Biden. They ignore Biden's lies. They ignore all the corruption. They ignore it because they're CNN. Their job is to destroy Trump and help the Democrats. They're, uh, somebody has made a decision in the walls of CNN that we're uh, going to start nudging the old man toward the door. Watch this amazing segment where they go through some of just, a, you know, obviously Joe Biden's, the list of lies is endless. It would take, you'd have to go 24 seven for like a week just to recount all the lies he's told since he's been president, but they touch on some of his greatest hits. Let's watch. And he has done, I don't know if it's similar things, but he's sort of told some stories that don't line up quite like this before. Yeah, this president has a pattern at this point of either inventing or embellishing stories about his own past, his biography. He did it three times in one speech last month alone. Uh, He claimed he had witnessed a bridge collapse in Pittsburgh when he actually showed up about six hours later. He claimed that his grandfather had died just days before he was born himself at the same 
same hospital. In fact, his grandpa died more than a year before in a different state, not not the same hospital. Um, and uh, and he also repeated a favorite false story that I and others have debunked over and over again about a supposed conversation with an Amtrak train conductor he was friends with, who was actually deceased at the time the conversation would have had to take place. And that's not all. There are some more serious ones, in, in my view. Uh, previously in his presidency, he claimed at one point he'd been arrested during a civil rights protest when, in other versions of the story, he just said an officer had taken him home uh, from a protest. He said he had visited the, the Pittsburgh synagogue where worshippers were killed in a 2018 mass shooting. In fact, he'd actually spoken to the rabbi, uh, but never but never went. Um, and he, he's made a whole bunch of others, too. Uh, he said at one point, Republicans like to bring this up, he said that he used to drive a tractor trailer, he used to drive an 18-wheeler. Never happened. The White House later clarified he used to drive a school bus at one point for as a, as a job briefly. School bus, of course, not an 18-wheeler. So whatever his intentions, whether it's you know foggy memory about stuff that's going on decades ago or deliberate embellishment, this is an unfortunate pattern that keeps coming up again and again with Joe Biden. I love it. Oh, embellishment. And he, they list the lies. And at the top, it says Joe Biden's false claims. I'm just curious. You think if there was a list like that for Donald Trump, would they call them false claims or embellishments? It's like the Washington Post saying he's the, uh, the storyteller in chief. He likes to tell tales, some of which stretch the truth, embellish. They just can't get them, bring themselves to say he's a liar, a pathological liar, even though that guy just list Daniel Dell just listed some just amazing lies, driving an 18 wheeler, <laughs> going to visit Nelson Mandela. These are lies, by the way, that he's told over and over again. He doesn't do it once, get caught and stop, as we point out all the time. All right. Do you want him, uh, so do you want him screaming randomly? You want that clip? Yeah. This is about the prescription drugs. I believe this so. Is, yeah. To me, this is one of those just glaring uh, symptoms of dementia. I've seen it. This happens to even mild-mannered people when they, you know, when their mind is is deteriorating, they get really snippy and he is getting real. I can't imagine him in private. He must be yelling at everybody every time he can't, you know, remember, you know, where he... (laughs) where he left his ice cream cone or whatever. He just must be biting people's faces off if this is the way he acts in public. But this is yesterday. Go ahead, play it. You're going to pay somewhere between 20 and 40% less than those other countries. Same exact drug made by the same exact company. (laughs) Who the hell is he yelling at? I don't know. Look at his his face. He is angry. Same exact drug. Oh, man, we got to get to so much. I want to get this Bill Maher. We got a good feud. Bill Maher, Keith Oldman. The world has gone upside down. I'm like the biggest Bill Maher fan now. I used to hate him. Now I can't wait. He's got a show coming back. We'll tell you what uh, Keith Oldman had to say about that, had to say about him. And uh, there's a new, hopefully a new Bud Light, uh, a company that... that may get Bud Lighted. I think it has begun. I'm not quite, it won't be quite as dramatic as Bud Light because Bud Light is just such a prominent, iconic brand and the people who boycotted and bailed on it like me were genuinely pissed. Uh, and I, I don't really care. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know if I use Dove soap. I use whatever's in the shower. I, it could be Dove, probably Dove. Classic, well, use- classic Irish spring guy, I bet. Right. I'm not going to use it anymore. We'll tell you what. Dub did it to uh, get Bud Lighted. It is bizarre, bizarro. And uh, we'll take your comments and questions. Got any good ones? Ooh, there's a couple. 
Uh, send them on in. We'll get to them and uh, lots more. But first, I, 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 excuse me. Imagine this. It's the dead of the night. You're lying in bed. Suddenly you hear something go bump. What's your next move? Well, you reach for the ultimate solution. The new MC-14 T tip-up pistol from EAA Corp and Gerson. This game-changing firearm is perfect for those with limited hand strength, disabilities, or anyone seeking a comfortable and user-friendly alternative. Picture this. The MC-14T features an ingenious tip-up barrel design, making loading and unloading a breeze. Say goodbye to struggles while racking a slide. Just load the tip-up barrel, lock it back down, and you're ready to fire. The MC-14T is chambered in 380 ACP, boasting a 13-plus-1 round capacity, with its reliable stopping power and compact size, it's an excellent choice for personal defense, complete with accessory rail and ambidextrous safeties. Experience a new level of convenience available with all EAA Corp distributors, starting at an incredibly affordable MSRP of just $498. Don't miss out on this game-changing firearm. Visit eaacorp.com today. That's eaacorp.com. All right, before we get to the... Uh fat what, what are we calling her a fat active activist fat advocate fat fat go with uh, the the dove fatso the fatso who is a fat phobic not fat phobic uh we'll get to it's insane it's insane absolutely insane with the with, the, with dove the person dove soap has uh, decided to uh sign up with and we'll get to that bill maher and uh, keith oldman feud and i don't have to tell you whose side I'm. I mean, Keith, Keith Oldman is just like the biggest dink in the world right now. He, he must just be enjoying the fact that the whole world hates his guts. But uh, I want to play this super cut. We didn't get to it yesterday, but we, we told you how this is going to work. It's going to happen all weekend. Sunday shows, news shows, cable shows in the you know New York Times and the Sunday papers and everything. They are going to stick to their guns even though Hunter Biden has been indicted and even more so because Hunter Biden has been indicted because they could say this in, in a whole new way, a whole new vein. They could say, see, it's just Hunter. There's no connection, not a shred of evidence tying him. I mean, there is the memo has gone out. We know that literally the memo has gone out from the white house to their surrogates in the media telling them they must defend Joe Biden. And we have seen the evidence. Hell, you know, we've talked about it for months and months. It's overwhelming. There has never been more evidence against a politician, a corrupt politician than this. Never anything close. We've gone through the list. I made the whole list. You know, the you got, uh, you know, 20 shell companies. You got three aliases. You got 5,400 emails on a government server with the aliases. You got encrypted messages. You got Bobolinsky, Shokin, Devin Archer. You have uh, the, the laptop. You have the, the billion dollars withheld until they fired the prosecutor who was looking into his son's corrupt company. You have nine members of the Biden family receiving money and nobody can explain for what. Well, we all know for what. It was for access to the vice president who altered policy for money. That is a bribe. That is bribery. That is in the Constitution. There's never been anything like it. They don't know what to do, so they take their talking points from the White House and they say, not a shred of evidence, which is just comical. I mean, at this point, you got to come up with another tact. You got to say whatever, every politician does it or 
you got to say uh, there was a long time or, or, you know, a long time ago, or even back, his son, Bo died. He took bribes. He took millions. He enriched his whole family because his son, Bo died. He's going through a tough time or he just loves his family so much. So he forced, uh, you know, Russian oligarchs to send them, send them money. Uh, but here is a, a supercut from Tom Elliott at Grabian. Uh, and it kind of, kind of shows where the media is going to go with this. They are going to stick to their guns and deny there is any evidence evidence against their guy. Go ahead. You know, the president has been in politics for a long time. And I think, as he would say, he's seen a lot of malarkey along the way. But this might take the cake. This is all smoke and no fire. What a waste of time and money. I don't see any probable cause here. Uh, there's just no evidence. I have not seen any evidence. There's no evidence of any crime at all. No evidence so far that ties Joe Biden to any of this, uh, at least nothing that they have brought forward and that we have seen. Have you seen said evidence? No, not a scintilla of evidence. There is not a shred of evidence that President Joe Biden has engaged in wrongdoing. No business dealings of Hunter Biden's or anyone's was discussed in these conversations. I think they're making making it up. There is not a shred of evidence that President Joe Biden has committed an impeachable offense. A substantial majority of Americans believe something which is not true. There is not a shred of evidence that President Joe Biden has committed a crime. You gotta have a crime. <laughs> like, you gotta have some accusation you can make, and they don't really have anything right now. I think the impeachment inquiry is absurd. I think that that's absurd. It's ridiculous, of course. This is part of the right wing's misinformation machine to try to confuse people. Distract, distort, and dissemble. Right now, we're in the distract phase. What Hunter Biden is may or may not have done does not even come close to the level of legal drama that's facing the former president of the United States. There's 90. That's always, always the play. You know, <laughs> trust me, every time I tweet about Hunter Joe, it's just, you know, the first reply is, what about Trump? What about Trump? What about uh, Jared Kushner? Well, uh, you know, we can get to that. We will get to that. But it is amazing. Just one simple story or one simple shred scintilla of evidence. He had dinner with the Batarina, the Russian oligarch, the wife of the Moscow mayor, at dinner at the din- with him, with her in Washington, D.C. at Cafe Milano. Shortly thereafter, she sent Hunter three and a half million dollars and then she was kept off the sanctions list. I don't know. I might call that you know, a shred of evidence. I might call that a scintilla. There's a mountain of evidence and they can just, oh, this was good too. You're a good one here. This was an AP reporter, an alleged reporter, not a real reporter. This is a Democrat operative with a press pass from the Associated Press trying to grill Kevin McCarthy, who brought forth the uh, impeachment inquiry. And McCarthy, not always the biggest fan. He's not always great on his toes, but, uh, he handled this mass masterfully. Let's watch. What impeachment inquiry is to do is to get answers to questions. Are you concerned about all the stuff that was just recently learned? Do you have any concern? Have you asked the White House any questions? Yes. Okay. Do you agree that, do you believe the president lied to the American public when he said he'd never talked to his son about business dealings? Yes or no? It's all right. Thank you. You, you can't answer that? Do you believe when they said the president went on conference calls? Do you believe that happened? That's 
what the testimony says. Okay. Yeah. Do you believe the president went to Cafe Milano and had dinner with the, with the clients of Hunter Biden, who believes he got those clients because he was selling the brand? That's what the testimony okay. says. Do you believe Hunter Biden, when you saw the video of him driving a Porsche, that he got $143,000 to buy that Porsche the next day? Do you believe the $3 million from the Russian oligarch that was transferred to the shell companies that the Bidens controlled after the dinner from Cafe Milano took place? So the testimony. Okay, then I go back. Do you think the president lied that he... When but he is said, that an impeachable, is lying an impeachable well, you want You want to know, I'm not saying impeachment. All I'm saying is, I would like to know answers to these questions. The American public... Yes, yes. the answer is yes. Inquiry say about. yes. Is it, he had dinner with the Russian oligarch, and she sent her, his son three and a half million dollars. That's a bribe. That's impeachable. <laughs> and they just... Don't even want to mention if they bought his son a Porsche. The Chinese guy gave his son an $80,000 diamond. <laughs> oh, there's not a shred of evidence. It's just incredible. There is so much evidence. I'm going to enjoy this because the it drip, drip, drip. Oh, is this uh, Ginger Goebbels talking about it? This, uh, tell, oh, uh, tech, uh, you have this real, uh, you have uh, Jen Psaki. Talk about a hard-hitting reporter. Jen Psaki with MSNBC. He just loved his son. That's all. She's, she's, you know what? It's amazing. She didn't, she's, the, someone different is signing her check, but she just does the same job today as she did a year ago when she was at the White House. Just lie for the president. We don't have to do her. She's just it's pathetic. It's so crazy how much better at that job she is than KJP. I know. It's true, but she's not, uh, she's terrible on TV. She's just... Uh, I mean, she's there because she was, you know, White House aide, and uh, she's there to do what she did before. It's just lie on behalf of the president. She's not good on TV. She's not a good interviewer. But uh, I'll tell you who is good on TV. Um, Bill Maher. Tonight he returns. Um, and he made the announcement. He tweeted out a long announcement saying he's going back to, do you have that, that tweet? Go, he's going back to his show. Um real time on uh, HBO. And he explains why here he is. He says, real time is coming back. Unfortunately, without writers or writing, it's been five months and it is time to bring people back to work. The writers have important issues that I sympathize with, and I hope they're addressed to their satisfaction, but they are not the only people with issues, problems, and concerns. Despite some assistance from me, much of the staff is struggling mightily. We all were hopeful this would come to an end after Labor Day, but that day's come and gone, and there still seems to be nothing happening. I love my writers. I am one of them, but I'm not prepared to lose an entire year and see so many below-the-line people suffer so much. I will honor the spirit of the strike by not doing a monologue, a desk piece, new rules, or editorial. Isn't that his whole show? Yeah. The written pieces that I'm so proud of. And I'll say it up front to the audience, the show I will be doing without my writers will not be as good as the normal one. Full stop. Oh, please, Bill, stop with the full stop. Gotta hate that word, that, that expression. But the heart of the show is an off-the-cuff panel discussion that aims to cut through the bullshit and predictable partisanship, and that will continue. The show will not disappoint. That is commendable. I mean, he explains... There are a lot of people who aren't in the union who are suffering and struggling and making no money and can't pay their bills and have families. That's a good liberal, right? I mean, I'm worried about the little people. Um, but uh, Keith Oldman was having none of it. Keith Oldman 
who I think has known Bill Maher since they were in college. You, you see that, you see that tweet from Bill Maher. My reaction was, Oh, that's good. He's going to do a show. He's just going to try to do a show. He's going to help the people who are uh, struggling. It won't be as good. There won't be a monologue. It won't be re- uh, whatever the, the, the new rules, the, 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 the benchmarks of the show, but Hey, can you blame them? Are they supposed to just quit their jobs and never work again because the writers went on strike? I thought that was kind of a nice thing, but I don't think like Keith Oldman, who is insane. Keith Oldman writes without writers, the new weekly scab edition of real time with Bill Maher will be 83 seconds long as somebody who's known you since 1978. Fuck you, Bill, you selfish, unfunny scumbag. What? I mean, is, is, is was that really called for? No, I don't think I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, you know what you could do, Keith? You could wait till tomorrow. You could watch it and you could rip it and just say you you suck without your writers. Your writers are the whole show or something like that. But I think you got to give Mar some credit. Uh, is are they just supposed to go away forever? I mean, the late night guys, by the way, have you heard anything about that podcast with the five? Nothing. Uh, uh, Democrat operatives. Absolutely. Late night comedy show hosts. Absolutely nothing. And I've looked. Have they been doing it? I haven't heard a word, not a word about it. Let me see. I'll see how many episodes they have, but I have not found any sound at all. If it were really bad, like, you know, Meghan Markle's podcast, you'd think you'd hear something or if it were really good. You'd hear something, but I haven't heard a word about it. And I haven't, no one said you got to check it out, but I mean, I'll check out Bill Maher. I usually watch him on Saturday mornings on YouTube. They post the the monologue and everything. Uh, And it it won't be as good. And he'll mention the writers and he'll talk about donating to the writers and helping out the people who aren't in the union. And for that, Keith Oldman thinks he's a scumbag. Well, so Keith Oldman is, uh, they've put out attacking his old, They've put out five total episodes. No kidding. That's really? It. I thought they were supposed to do an hour a day. I thought they said. They put out five episodes. I have not heard a word, good or bad, about any of them. It must be awful. Why don't you listen over the weekend, Ironhead, when you're uh, hunkering down during the hurricane? <laughs> you know, listen to uh, some of it. Maybe we can uh, get some material out of it. But uh, yeah. all right, let me do uh, Shay, and then we're going to get to the latest company that is... Uh, in danger of being bud lighted uh dove soap these who who is making these decisions who in the corporate board says thought this was a good idea excuse me as you know shea concrete has a huge selection of precast concrete steps ready to be installed at your home this is your spring project people if you're building a new home or remodeling or replacing an old staircase. Shea has great uh, values on designs that will fit your home. A new staircase can dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your home, giving you much better curb appeal. Make your front steps the talk of the town and do it now. Do it this spring. No reason not to. You know that removing the stairs is a pain. They're heavy. They're awkward. And where do you take them when you get rid of them? Shea will take care of all that for you. They Leave it to them. When they're done, you'll have a great-looking new entrance that will add value to your home. It's more than an upgrade. It's an investment. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll get a brand-new front entrance. Learn more at SheaConcrete.com and 
While you're there, you can look for a job. Shake Concrete is hiring. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people and skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. That's it. Go to shakeconcrete.com. All right, if you missed it earlier this week, uh, it was reported that Dove Soap is teaming up with a BLM activist and a, uh, I don't know what you call it. Let me get the exact term, a fat liberation spokesperson, fat liberation. And it's not that alone would be bizarre. That alone would be strange that a soap company wants its spokesperson to be obese, a 22-year-old obese woman named Zana Bryant. Zana Bryant is a student at the University of Virginia. If you, if her name sounds familiar, it's because she's been in the news in the past. They're teaming up with this woman who tried to destroy, who lied about another student and tried to ruin her life and did a, uh, did a pretty good job of ruining her life. This is from uh, the New York Post. Beauty giant Dove is facing a Bud Light-style boycott for partnering, partnering with controversial Bud Lives, Black Lives Matter activist Zana Bryant, who was previous, who previously accused of getting a white student expelled over misheard comments. Some once loyal customers even posted pictures of bars of soap in the trash after Bryant announced she was Dove's ambassador, helping to promote fat liberation. Uh, and then they go through um, uh, different people tweeting and talking about it. After hearing that Dove Beauty chose Zana Bryant, who ruined Morgan Bettinger's life for their fat acceptance ambassador, this lifelong large lady and now former <laughs> Dove customer tossed out the last three bars of Dove products she will ever buy. Tweeted out a woman named Carol Thorpe. And there's a bunch of people who did that. Even, even Elon Musk weighed in. He tweeted, um, messed up just that messed up after, uh, uh, BLM, the BLM activist, Zana Bryant made her announcement. But if you don't know the story, she accused a fellow student Bettinger, Morgan Bettinger, of saying that BLM protesters uh, in the summer of 2020 would make good speed bumps. She lied. She didn't say that. She said that they had better, the cops or whatever security had better get those uh, protesters out of the street or they'll become speed bumps. She just was looking to protect them. She wasn't (laughs) insulting them. And so what if she was? Is it that bad that she was saying protesters? I mean, people say that about the uh, about the just stop oil idiots all the time. When they sit in the street, they said they'd be good speed bumps. So what? Even if she said it, maybe it's insensitive. So what? So she made a big deal out of it. She got her kicked out of school. <laughs> uh, she, and uh, she fears. And then, then later on, uh, Zana Bryant admitted. She may have misheard her, may have misheard her. No, she lied about it. She did nothing wrong. Um, Bettinger's in school. She's afraid she won't be able to get into law, back in school. She's afraid she won't be able to get into law school. She's been affected permanently, said she still can't sleep. She's on medication. I mean, she lied about her, tried to destroy her. That person just signed a deal with Dove 
to be their spokesperson. And as Greg Price, the great uh, Twitter influencer points out, this is what actual privilege in America looks like. A BLM activist completely ruined the life of an innocent white girl with false accusations of racism and gets a brand deal with Dove while Morgan Bettinger gets kicked out of school and now needs medication to sleep. That's the story. And it's bad enough that, that uh, the big fatso here gets, faces no punishment, no disciplinary action at all for lying and trying to destroy another student's life. But now she's, <laughs> now she's a brand spokesman. And if you haven't seen or heard from her, uh, I'll just, I'll describe her before we play her statement. She's large, really big boned, really big boned. She has like a lisp. She's not what you would think would be a spokesperson for a beauty brand. Yeah, she's she, the last person. She goes through uh, four bars per shower, I think. Yeah, she loses like two of them in the, in the rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's where I put the soap. Oh, she's just an awful person. But now she's not even out of college and she's got a deal. And she's not a handsome woman. Can we be honest? There she is on the screen. Not a handsome. What What point did we get in this country where this is the spokesperson? This is the face of a beauty brand. We have lost our minds. And by the way, being fat isn't good. Can we just say that? Ironhead, would you agree being fat is not good? That's right, Jerry. That's why I'm on the, the trend downward. Good, good. You should be. So should Sana. She should be trying to get, I mean, there's all kinds of health issues you're going to face later in life, honey, if you don't wake up and uh, trim down. Instead, she's proud. She's fat, what is it? Fat celebration, fat liberation. That's her thing. Fat liberation. We must all be happy and proud to be fat. I mean, that's like saying you know, you're proud that you, whatever, you smoke or you, you know. I'm not proud of that either, Jerry. <laughs> you vape. I mean, it's not healthy. You shouldn't be proud of it. You should try to do something about it. If COVID touch anything, it should have taught you that being obese is not a good thing. But maybe she can convince me. Let's listen to her, tell her story, and then tell you to go to Dove and buy some soap. Go ahead. My belief is that we should be centering the voices and experiences of the most marginalized people and communities at all times. So when I think about what fat liberation looks like to me, it looks like centering the voices and the experiences of those who live in and who maneuver through spaces and institutions in a fat body. It looks like making accessible spaces and having conversations that are aware of the fact that people have different bodies and that they are interacting with space and people and institutions and communities in a different way. Fat liberation looks like fully embracing those differences and having those conversations instead of shying away from them. To learn more about fat liberation and the campaign for size freedom that Dove is supporting, visit dove.com forward slash size freedom. Tap in, join the campaign, support the campaign. This is important and we should all be talking about it. I don't know how you can talk and your mouth doesn't shut at all. That, that is, She's got some weird little speech impediment, but she's now a spokesperson. For a beauty, a beauty brand, a soap brand, Dove has her, that's the face of Dove. I don't think it's going to have traction like Bud Light because people don't really care about soap. <laughs> it's not like you care. You just grab most people. I mean, I don't, my wife buys it. I just use it. If it's in there, I use it. I don't even know what it is. So I don't care. But uh, it just makes you wonder who in the corporate boards, have they learned nothing 
they thought that was a good idea. Yeah, let's find an obese 22-year-old who who ruined some other girl's life, lied about her, and hire her as our face. But anyway, that's uh, there's plenty of other soaps, so the hell with Dove. Grab another bar. Grab some, what'd you say, zest? Not zest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, lemon zest. Screw soap. Lemon don't zest. Need Irish spring. <laughs> yeah, Irish spring. Oh, uh, I, I prefer uh, Dr. Squatch myself. Dr. Squatch. I don't know that. I don't know my soap brands, uh, but anyway. Uh, all right, we got to do some questions. Yeah. And uh, we got any here? Who's the better, Al- Rich says, who's the better Alabama quarterback, Mac Jones or Tua Tagliavula? Is that a real question? Well, we're going to find out Sunday night. Yeah. We'll let, the, we'll let Sunday Mac decide. Jones, yeah. Mac Jones is good. Tua threw for like 9 million yards, 400 yards. Uh, he, he was amazing on opening night. He's clicking. He's got better receivers, better offense. That's a fact. But right now, I would give the edge to Tua. I mean, who wouldn't? Um, has Keith Oldman left his New York condo yet, or is he still petrified of COVID? I don't think he leaves the condo much. Uh, he leaves to go get boosted. He's probably been boosted 17 times, and he probably wears a mask when he leaves. But uh, – he is, it is amazing. I don't, why doesn't somebody put him on TV and wind him up and let him go? I'd watch. And I think Bill Maher, I don't think has responded to that yet. Right. That shot him calling him a scumbag. Now he probably, Bill has, he probably he has to fire back. He has to, um, he might on his show. Right. Right. And I mean, Bill Maher is pretty good at that too. So I'm looking forward to the feud uh, if Bill Maher really wants to do an entertaining show, have Keith Olman on. You could have him on Zoom or whatever. Although Keith Olman would have to cross the picket line to do that, so he probably wouldn't do it. But right. I'll be curious to see the next volley in that fight, in that feud. Um, uh, what else we got here? Do you think Hunter is eventually going to get a visit from Hillary's henchmen? <laughs> and will he end up like Epstein, says Paul. No, no, Hunter's going to live to be 110. I'm telling you, he's never going away. He is just the biggest piece of garbage. He's the most protected man in Washington. He knows everything. I don't think Hillary, I don't think Hillary has any investment in this. You know, she doesn't care about Hunter. Yeah, I'll I'll die in my 40s and he'll live till uh, the friggin' sun goes out. Yeah, well, I think you're going to outlive Zana there if she doesn't uh, wise up (laughs) Zana. That, dia- um, that diabetes tongue wasn't a giveaway. Is that, was that what that is? I don't know. <laughs> uh, any, any, is that it? Any more? You got any, you got any more questions? Uh, uh, she's a bigger low life. She's make a better speed bump. Uh, you know, I didn't think uh, I didn't think people were gonna be big fans of Zana Bryant. But uh, anyway, we'll leave it there. Ironhead's on a roll. He's uh one in a row on our NFL picks. Mm-hmm. We got uh, four more games. We got uh, yep. four more games Sunday and Monday. Looking forward to it. And uh, good luck with the hurricane. You got any trees like next to your house that might crash? I'm going up to uh, my place in the White Mountains uh, in a little bit. And there's some gigantic trees up there. So you're bringing, you're bringing your chainsaw. You look dressed for it. You got your flannel on. I got, I'm ready to, I'm ready to knock down some trees. All right. Good luck with it. Good luck to everybody. You know, I'm, I'm going down the basement now with some canned fish and some bottled <laughs> water and a, and a flashlight and some candles. I'm going to yeah. get my survival kit and go down there. Hopefully it doesn't, uh, 
it doesn't hit too hard and it blows out to sea. And uh, hopefully not too many people start talking about global warming tomorrow morning. But I'm sure they will. But we'll leave it there for today and for this week. Thanks for uh, listening and commenting. Thank you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. And we'll do it again Monday morning. But I'm going to go to bed. Shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Who thinks it takes- like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Hi, it's Tony Marino, host of the Newsmax Daily Podcast, your daily news bulletin of Newsmax's top headlines, along with commentary from our hosts and experts. You can learn more about all of the free podcasts, including Newsmax Daily, Rob Carson, and Jerry Callahan at Newsmax.com slash listen.